Hey guys, it's Pamela from the SheHH podcast team and welcome back to another SheHH podcast where we interview women in the Christian music from all over the world. In today's episode, we will be speaking with a Grammy-nominated American gospel artist, Miss Jacqueline Carr. She tells us what it was like growing up in the music industry since the age of five, the pressures of a public ministry, and she also gives advice for young and upcoming artists. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and on TikTok at Shit Podcast and join in the conversation. You could start with just basically like you literally know, need no introduction, but let's just start with you kind of introducing yourself to people who may have not like come across your music. Okay. Hello, everyone. My name is Jacqueline Carr. I am a national gospel independent recording artist. I am an author. I am a speaker. Um, I love doing what I do. I love being able to help people and give them hope and inspire them through my gifts. I started singing at the age of five years old, preaching at the age of 13. Um, At the age of 15, my music ministry took off. Um, Many of you may have heard Greater is Coming, It's Yours, You're Bigger, You Will Win, Changing Your Story, just all of these great songs that God has blessed me with. And it is an honor of mine to be able to uh, release music um, and messages within these music, within the music that really helps people to see who they are in God. It really pulls them to where God wants them to be. And, um, you know, of course, the success side, God has blessed me with um, quite a few number ones before the age of 21 and and a lot, of course, before the age of 25. But there's just so much that God has blessed me to be able to accomplish in a short amount of time uh, at a very young age. And it's just a blessing. I love that. That's amazing to hear. And and you mentioned starting your ministry so young um we found I think you said in one of your interviews that you were started being homeschooled around nine or ten to kind of accommodate ministry um and having that calling so looking back how much of an impact do you think ministry had on your childhood um and do you do you ever like kind of regret starting so young so um my ministry had a very positive impact um to be honest with you this is my passion and at a very young age it was a passion of mine so like I could not escape singing I was always singing something I was formal forming a little choir with my cousins and my siblings and it was just what I love to do of course you know I play with my dolls but I love singing more than I did that you know it was just that passion that I had on the inside of me um and I don't regret any any of any every moment of my journey has been very essential um I had the opportunity to be a little girl and then also be able to do what I love to do at the same time that balance was there and I think that's been one of the most beautiful parts of my journey as well I love that you said you got to still be a little girl as well so it wasn't like hey we're going to treat her as an adult from like age 10 it was like you still that that's always great exactly A lot of artists kind of say, oh, the music I produce kind of comes from my life. It comes from who I am. Um, And like age 13, you're already writing amazing tracks like Promise and getting kind of that recognition. Um, How do you think that authenticity has kind of developed as 
you've gotten older in your career and as a whole? It developed amazingly well. Um, You know, (laughs) being that young and just being so far ahead, it was just like nobody could do it but God. (laughs) Nobody but God. Um, And I I make sure that I direct all glory back to him. And to be honest with you, when I first started out, I didn't expect any of the awards and any of the accomplishments, but, you know, God had it in mind the entire time and being able to accomplish things. And like people were literally coming up to me and saying, um, God has blessed you to do some things that a lot of people um, weren't in it before 20, 30 years before they were able to, and and being able to um, just really yield my life to God and just really allow him to develop me, um, especially starting as such a young age is just a privilege and it's an honor and you know I tell people all the time you know I don't just want my words to to bless you I want my life Mm -hmm. alone to bless you as well and and for us to see what happens when we yield to the plans of God we we yield to the will of God now my journey may not be like yours and your yours may not look like mine but it pays when you honor God and when you trust him with your life, because he would then show you what appears to be impossible to man. He can make it possible for you. Mm, Amen. That was such a word. I love that. Oh yeah. Amen. Um, (laughs) I think what's really interesting is as Christians, we obviously believe that we're all part of the kingdom. We all have different gifts and talents and abilities that God has given us to kind of nourish each other, edify each other, but also to spread his kingdom and let other people know about him. And obviously your gift is very public facing. It's very like we can see you doing your thing. Um, How did you know that that was your calling? Like, especially at a young age where you could have literally been doing anything else and you could have gone any direction. How did we kind of get here? Yeah, it goes back to me just loving to do it all the time. Like every time I turned around, I was singing. I was, if I wasn't on stage singing, I was in the mirror singing. Um, I was on the back porch singing to the grass as if the grass was my crowd. Like it was just what I love to do. <laughs> and, um, you know, from a very young age and I come from a singing family, of course, but knowing that this is what I wanted to do, just couldn't help but to do it every time I turn around. Like I was singing so much, my siblings would be like, can you be quiet? <laughs> so, but yeah, I love doing it. I was going to ask, like, are you the youngest? Like, are your siblings older than you? Uh, yes. Um, I am next to the youngest. It is three girls and a boy. My brother is the oldest. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yes. So my next question is kind of about the fact that you do so many things. Um, you know, Grammy nominated, Billboard nominated, um, you know, Dove Award winning, like actress, entrepreneur, you know, you've written a book, you know, you've got makeup line coming out, you've got an album recently released, you're just doing it all, which is amazing. I love that in this interview, you've already given glory to God each and every time, um, which is pretty cool. I was going to just ask, like, how do you do this, number one? And how do you do this as an independent artist? You know, I will have to say my journey has been interesting, but it's been beautiful. Um, You know, first of all, God has orchestrated every step that we've made from the beginning. Um, God gave my father the vision of us being independent. We could have signed to, you know, any other record label um, because there were many that wanted me, but God instructed us to do it independently. 
um, there were definitely a lot of sacrifices. There was a lot of hard work. You know, my father, he is my manager and, and all that. He wears a lot of hats. Um, and so I've just seen him have many sleepless nights and just so much that was put into building what it is that God has given us. Um, and not to say every day was, you know, peaches and cream, you know, but um, we began to trust God with the word because our biggest thing was, God, you gave it to us. Mm-hmm. Now we give it back to you to trust you to bring it to our reality because we know, you know, we can't do this without you. Even now, we still cannot do it without them. And so, you know, and I tell people all the time because a lot of people, you know, ask for advice for independent artists. You know, there's definitely a lot, definitely a lot more hard work that you have to put in being independent, but also make sure that this is something that, you know, God wants you to do. This is the journey that he wants you to be on. Um, because I think that the more focus and purpose that he had us on this journey too was to show people what can happen when we place our destiny in the hands of God, our destiny creator. Show people what can happen when we take the limits off of God. I know that according to natural circumstances, you're not supposed to be successful unless you're connected to this and connected to that. But God is like, listen, let me use you to show what can happen when I am your source, when you fully trust me with your career, with your life. And that's what I tell people all the time, you know, and and even if it is your journey, stay at it, stay focused. Yes. Don't compromise, um, you know, because there will be many opportunities coming at you. Uh, but you have to understand the devil can't promise you nothing that God has already promised to give you. Yeah. So with that being said, sometimes it may take a little longer to get there, but your destiny is worth the wait. Don't compromise your God-given identity. Don't compromise who you are in God because it will all be worth it in the end. And I just believe that God will give you longevity at what you do if you stay at it and you trust him. Mm, I mean, hearing you speak, you're obviously really rooted in the vision that God gave you and gave your father, gave your, gave your family that has pushed and steered this career that you have. Um, do you think it's because you work so closely with your dad, like him being your manager? Do you think that's how you kind of managed to stay so rooted when easily you could have been like, yes, I'm it. I've made it. Here I am. I've arrived. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, moreover, even before um, the world knew who I was and and it was a lot of ministry and purpose that was going on, my parents has always taught us the right values. Um, you know, my parents will always sit us down and just teach us. And one thing that I've always held on to is that we never get bigger than the assignment. When you get bigger than the assignment, it's almost like you're saying, God, um, you know, I don't need you. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, um, you always stay humble. You always stay rooted and grounded because if it took God to get you here, it's going to take him to keep you here and to take you further. And so, you know, our family, we work very close knit to each other and us being able to push one another, encourage one another, give each other advice and all of that. That's what has also been helpful as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, something you mentioned a little bit earlier was even though it hasn't been all like peaches and cream and everything's been easy (laughs) to get through it because you were given that vision so young and so early and not just you, but your family. Um, What are some of the difficulties Mm -hmm. that you had to experience being in the industry so young and essentially growing up in it? 
Um, I would say at the beginning, because I started out very young, um, you would, I would hear, oh, um, she's not qualified or hasn't been through enough uh, to be where she is. She's not old enough, you know, and I'm so glad that, you know, even before all of that, that God instructed my parents to uh, help be build us, help, you know, us to understand who we are in God and for us to have that confidence, for us to have that strength. Because, um, you know, what I tell people all the time is many people may not understand why. They may not understand why God has you where you are. But as long as you know, and as long as you stay strong in that, God will continue continue to bless your life. You don't veer away from your assignment and your journey because of something that you heard, something negative that you heard. What we have to understand is that negativity comes with everybody's journey. Mm. It doesn't matter who you are. You can be the greatest of the greatest. It comes with everyone's journey. But at the end of the day, you know, you have to learn how to push past that because it's just to, to distract you. It's a distraction. Um, and, you know, and we just say all the time, what if we had stopped? What if we had quit? Yeah. You know, we wouldn't be where we are today. And more importantly, if God has qualified you, that's all that matters. You know, and, and a lot of times you just have to just, like I said, stay focused, keep pushing. Don't give your time and your energy towards every negative thing that you hear. Because again, it comes with the territory, but it all takes, it all takes you building yourself and being confident, you know, and things like that. But that was like, the main thing that um, I dealt with when I first started. Yeah, I can imagine, yeah. And a lot of times when people see you grow up, they always see you as that little girl that they remember. (laughs) So it does take them a while. Moving on to the new album, Changing Your Story. Woo! Um, (laughs) I'm really excited that this is out now because I know um, before this album, there was like a a little bit of a two, was it two years or a year and a half kind of a gap? Um, between the album before that so it's really exciting Mm -hmm. to hear this Mm -hmm. album Um, and also just obviously we've talked about you being growing up in in, in, um, kind of the public public eye and stuff so people have references of old music hearing your voice mature over the years has been amazing and so cool Um, especially on Change Your Story the song and I See Miracles Um, just stylistically I think you can just the vocals yes we hear it we love it and it's just amazing to kind of (laughs) Expression over the years. So the question kind of is, if you could just talk a little bit about, um, like I think you've mentioned before in interviews that when God gives you an assignment, he gives you the grace for the assignment as well. And that's a kind of a phrase that you've mentioned before. Um, Could you kind of talk about what that means to you and why you think that your career didn't just end at you being age 11, it's kind of sustained till now? Yeah. Um, Because we trusted God, you know, a lot of times what we mess up at is when we try to figure it out, when we try to see how it's going to happen as opposed to trusting God. And we're human, you know, we all fall into that sometimes, but God is like, listen, I got you, you know, if I gave you the journey, if I gave you the assignment, if I gave you the anointing, I've already, I already have a plan in place to make sure that you get to where I need you to be. And then as it relates to spiritual and everything else, I've graced you for this. I've graced you with strength. I've graced you with the mental ability to be able to uh, handle what it is that I have given you. And so 
you know, I think it's just definitely trusting God uh, as he continued to grace us, grace us for each assignment and each level that he has placed us on. And that's one thing that has definitely been able to carry me from a child even up until now and will continue to carry me. The fact that I fully and wholly trust him with my life and with my, my career and my journey and all that he's given me. Mm. I love that your career just isn't isn't just music um like your ministry isn't just music you know you speak and other things the fact that you're kind of like on stage but obviously as Christians you like call it ministry and like ministering to people but yes. is there a way you kind of prepare yourself before you do go on stage or prepare yourself before you come before people of course you always want to cultivate your atmosphere I always do that. I always play worship, um, you know, because I I always keep that mentality that I have one shot to make it right. (laughs) And so, you know, I just have to make sure that I am completely out of the way so that God's will can be done and he can release through me what his people need that day, that night, whenever it is. And so I just, that's just some of the things that I do. I just be in the posture of yielding to God. You know, just keeping worship in my ears and just making sure that my atmosphere where it need, is where it needs to be. Mm, mm, yeah, that makes so much sense. You don't want to just come out on stage like, here I am. You know, you want to have done the background of prayer right. and worship. Right. I was going to say, it just goes back to me saying, you know, I need God every step of the way. You know, um, I would never get to the place to where I feel like I don't have to have him. Even if I've sung You're Bigger 50 million times, I want him all those 50 million times. (laughs) So, yeah, because I I need him. In order for me to be effective at what I do, I have Mm -hmm. to have him. Yeah. That's an amazing thing to hear you say, obviously, because of where you are in your career, you could get to a stage where if you're asleep and someone's like, oh, quickly sing this song, you just be like, whoop, let's go. Um, I can do it straight away. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you're like, okay, God. <laughs> you know, hearing that you still take the time out to, to kind of commit it to God before you do your thing shows that it's not essentially your thing, which I think is really cool um, and amazing to hear and encouraging to hear as well. Um, yeah, so just talking about like diversify, diversifying your brand, as we've mentioned before, and the various things you do. Um, so you recently put out an, or you're doing an upcoming webinar called You Will Win. Um, and it's just kind of following on from the song, A Great Message. Can you just tell us a bit more about this webinar, what it is, who it's geared to, to and how you kind of got the idea to do it? Of course. So for the past two years, I would do my conference, my You Will Win conference. But unfortunately, due to everything that has happened within this year, I was not able to do that. But I still wanted to give people the principles and the tools that they need uh, to make sure that they win despite all of this that is going on. Because you had some people who felt like this was just the end for them. They felt like it was just over for them. Um, And so I'm blessed to be able to be in position to release these powerful information and tools um, to make sure that they know you can rise up from this. You can bounce back. And so uh, we touched on many different areas, uh, winning in family. That's one that is dear to my heart, winning in finances, um, health, um, winning in the marketplace, just so many 
areas that we touched upon, really teaching people how to win. Um, and for those of you who want to know, uh, if you can still get your hands up on this, you can log into my website, IamJaqueLenCard.com, and you can click on the Principles to Winning e-course, and everything that you need to know is going to be on there. But, you know, there were so many people who um, registered for this, of course, in the U.S., but people from all across the world, Africa, the U.K., I mean, you name it, and they really wanted to be a part of this. And, and that's just what I've tried to do for the past few years when God gave me that um, theme, you will win. It's your winning season is make everybody feel like we're a part of this winning family, understanding that we're winning together. When you win, I win. When I win, you win. Um, and so, and pushing one another, encouraging one another, because every day is not, like I said, it's not just a happy day. It's not, you know what I'm saying, smooth every day. But at the end of the day, you got to continue to push. You have to continue to press and give them the information on how they can. You know, I'm blessed to be able to be in position to do that. So um, I was talking about as a Christian entrepreneur, a Christian creative, do you ever feel that there's sometimes a clash between what's commercially viable and then what's actually spirit led? Do you ever experience that clash between those two things? Well, I have for the past few years witnessed uh, some who feel like that because we are Christians, because we are believers, that we're not supposed to be blessed even in our finances, you know, but I'm, I'm an honest believer that if it wasn't meant to be, why would it be in God's word? You know, God is, he's a God of abundance. He is financial breakthrough. He is healing. He is restoration and us being his children. He wants us to experience that as well. And those are some of the things that, you know, I love being able to teach, um, not just through my words, but through my life alone, you know, when we're in God and especially when we're his children and we're believers, God doesn't want us to struggle all of our lives. He doesn't want us to be in pain and and going from paycheck to paycheck all of our lives. At some point, we have to step into that God-given identity that he has presented for us. It's not something that you have to become. You're already that. You just have to activate it, you know? And so that's just some of the things that I love being able to share and being able to teach people because, you know, the enemy will make us feel like we're not supposed to have it. But God is like, no, it's for you to have. It's for my children. And also, you've got the makeup line coming out soon as well, which is... Really cool. Amazing. Um, and it's really funny. Like I grew up in the church as well. And like we always used to hear as girls as well, like stay away from makeup. Makeup's unworld is worldly. It's ungodly and all this stuff. It sounds like a really cool <laughs> question. I know. But did you ever experience that? Did you ever like obviously growing up in the church? Do you ever experience anything like where they were a bit like, oh, you're wearing that or oh, makeup and oh, hair and all this stuff. Did you ever experience that, especially being in such public ministry? Yeah, I never did. Um, But to be honest with you, there were ministries who were actually like that, but they wanted me to come to their ministry. They wanted me to, you know, to be there. And, and, And I just feel like, Hey, when God has graced you with an anointing to break barriers, um, you know, it is such an honor. And, and, and so, but like I said, there wasn't something that I experienced growing up. Now, my mom, them, they did, but I didn't, um, you know, but hey, 
<laughs> I just feel like, you know, we're all supposed to definitely uh, be beautified in the Lord. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you want a little lash? You want yes. a little lash? A hundred percent. No, I'm here though. I'm exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So kind of continuing on about you and you as a brand, as well as you and your music. Um, a lot of people forget that Christian artists um, or just artists in general are influencers. You know, they have some kind of pool or some kind of, um, you know, just people follow what they say, especially on socials. Um, how do you feel like that kind of weighs on your spirit in terms of accountability? Like, do you ever feel like there's certain things you have to make sure to present in a certain way? Do you feel like the people that follow you, um, you know, you have to consider the way you present yourself for them? Of course, you know, um, that's just something that comes with the territory, um, something we cannot complain about, because when God brings you before a great man, um, you're basically asking to be a leader. And so a leader has to lead by example. And what you're saying has to definitely match what you're doing, have to match what you're saying. And so, you know, I think that there is definitely um, presentation does matter. And I feel like that's what everything presentation with um, your marketing, with your album, with your uh, your look, with your brand, it does matter, you know, and you want to make sure that it all works for your good. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that's what one of the things as well that helps give you longevity of what you do. If you are a leader, you should definitely make sure that uh, you keep in mind that you're not only just doing that. You're not doing this for you. You have followers. You have people yeah. who look up to you. You have people that is following you. Inside. Yeah, like no, that's amazing that you said that because I think um, I think that kind of gets to a lot of Christian artists where they want to just be themselves. They want to just fail like right. one of us do, but it's so public that it becomes kind of the center of negative discussions or debates on the TL yes. about whether we should be doing this or that as Christians. Do you have any kind of checks or balances spiritually or just like in place practically that makes sure that you avoid being at the center of kind of like controversies and negative discussions? Um, I think that was something that um, my parents taught way before now. You know, I think all of that comes with your preparation stage um, and you understanding your life is not your own. You know what I'm saying? Like once you're on the front line, you're on the front line. Um, you have to be careful. You know, you have to be watchful and things of that nature. Um, there are certain things you cannot do, you know, certain, certain ways you cannot present yourself because there's just as such thing as, like we said, presenting yourself in a mannerable way, especially um, as Christians, as believers, um, we have to do things godly like, you know, um, and we have to, again, make sure that it's to the standard where we continue to um, uphold what God has blessed us to build. Um, because so many times, Times people think that, you know, once you get to a certain place, um, it doesn't matter anymore. No, it matters every step of the way, every season. Yeah. As long as you are alive and you're on the front line, it matters. And you got to remember, you're, it's not just you at state. You have so many people, like, I can speak for myself. There's not just adults, but there's children, you know, um, who's who's watching me, who's constantly um, on my pages, who's constantly DMing me and things of that nature. And you have to make sure that you just stay in that place. But it all comes with 
preparation mm-hmm. um, and you being ready. You know, you have to, sometimes it just takes you being real with yourself saying, am I really ready to be out front? Am I really mm-hmm. ready to be on the front line? And if you're not ready, just take that moment, you know, to get ready or however long it, 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 it takes because you want longevity in what you do. A hundred percent. And that sounds like such great advice for young artists, not even just young artists in age, but just people that feel like they're being called into this, but are like hesitant because they don't feel prepared or they aren't actually prepared to do it. Um, That's such great advice. You know, there is no, there's no um, issue of just taking a minute and actually getting right with God and getting ready for something that is a ministry, like you said. Um, I love it says in your bio um, that you're living proof that age is not an indication of impact. Obviously, your life is literally that, which is amazing. Um, But what other advice would you give artists that may be young and have people around them saying, you're too young to do this, wait for a bit? What would you say (laughs) to them? Um, You know, I want to encourage you to build your confidence. Um, You know, understanding that if God gave it to you, if he gave you the gift, if he called you into it, he knew that this was something that you're ready for. He knew that this is something that you're supposed to do. And so, um, you know, and I would definitely encourage you to not give your time or your energy to uh, negative things that you hear, as we stated before. It's not worth it. Um, the time you give to that, you could be working on your vision. You know, you could be writing a new poem, writing a new book or whatever. Um, and just in, in a lot of times, you know, people say they show through their actions, you know, show through your actions and what you're doing uh, that God has called you to do. You don't have to prove a point um, or anything like that. Just genuinely, freely do what God has called you to do. Love people, uh, stay in a pure place, and God is going to make sure that um, you're blessed and that your journey is blessed as well. Amen. I'm such an amen person. Every time I'm like, yes, speak. (laughs) But yeah, that's really encouraging to hear. Um, And just kind of going back on, you mentioned like on social media, having different ages following you and just being aware of how you present yourself because of the people that are following you. Um, My question kind of is about socials and the fact that from going on your page, you can kind of feel that hey, this is her running her page. It's not like a team. It's not like a presenting a fake front. It's literally like you being yourself, which I think is really heartfelt and really cool. Um, are you as obsessed with social media as we are, you know, being a typical millennial? Are you, do you think you're like that, basically? Um, I'm not obsessed with it at all. <laughs> to be honest with you, <laughs> I go on there with the purpose. And a lot of times if I'm posting something or um, I take time to respond back to um, some of my followers and things of that nature, but I'm definitely not obsessed, obsessed with it at all. Like <laughs> I have one that if it wasn't, you know, a tool that was definitely yeah. popular and um, basically within this era of time, I probably wouldn't even use it, but (laughs) yeah, I'm not obsessed with it at all. I definitely try to balance and balance my time and prioritize um, because a lot of times when you put more time into that, you know, you start taking on things and, you know, it's just a lot that is attached to it. And so you have to make sure that you're giving your time and your energy to where it needs to be so that you can continue to have a balanced life. So it's more of a tool of just connecting with fans, people that love your music. Exactly. Amazing. Exactly. 
Do you kind of use it as a networking platform as well? I mean, obviously, a lot of people in the industry, like your peers, know. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel like that's what is what is there for, for connecting and networking at the same time. So, yeah. Amazing. Um, so just kind of going on to a track of yours called Hold Me Close, which features on Greenleaf season two, which is really cool. The soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack of Greenleaf is always mm-hmm. amazing, like every time. Um, but the funny thing about like Greenleaf in itself is the way it presented presents church is not always like the best thing sometimes it kind of talks about like the the way the the scandals that come out of church and things like that um what was it like kind of being approached to have your music be a part of it um in that way where you represent such an amazing success story from the church because if you think about it you grew up in church and you started so young you minister and you're like years into it and we've never had to hear a bad story about you so you kind of represent the kind of success story of it compared to something like Greenies. so I kind of just wanted to hear your opinion on that. Being called um, to actually be featured in the show as well as on the track for the show. Um, You know, I think it's just all about you spreading your positivity and you showing, you know, what it really is sometimes, you know, and just helping people, giving people a lighter view um, or better view. Um, Because even the song just talks about um, who our God is and what he's capable of doing, you know, and, and it doesn't matter how hurt you are, how broken you are, uh, the arm, being wrapped in the arms of Jesus and feeling the love of Jesus can just remove all of that away. And then, you know, even the part that I had, you know, I'm, this is one thing that my team is all about is just making sure that we're in places where we need to be as it relates to it supporting the brand. If it doesn't support the brand, then, you know, it's not something that we want to be a part of. Anything that is positive, anything, because, you know, I did the music scene. And so we all know <laughs> that I'm definitely in music and things of that nature. So it kind of like worked together, you know, but anything that's negative is not for me, you you know, but it was a joy. It was great being able to be a part of it and being able to show what it is that I do, even through an acting scene, even through yeah. music for the soundtrack album. I think it's amazing that you have that confidence to kind of present um, the gospel essentially in your music and in your acting in this way, because you could have shied away from it. And and you this might have been a missed opportunity for someone to be blessed. Exactly. By so I, I really, I appreciate the way you've answered that. And I really appreciate you doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's easy, um, especially being a gospel artist where someone could turn around and essentially say, why are you there, basically? So, um, yeah, thank you for for doing that and for saying that. Yeah. Um, I feel like we've spoken for ages and I will let you go and enjoy the rest of your day. But I just kind of want to hear... Um, like what's kind of next? You've done so much, which is amazing. And I'm all for people doing and maximizing all their gifts, but kind of what is the legacy and what's, what's the plan for like some more for the next year or so? Well, I'm always working on something. Of course, I have my cosmetic line, Jacqueline Beauty that I've been working on, but before that I'm actually releasing something else. Um, and you can follow me on my social media to know what that is. I'll be posting about that within um, a few weeks or so. But on my social media is at Jacqueline Carr, J-E-K-A-L-Y-N-C-A-R-R. Look for the blue check mark behind it. 
Um, and then, of course, just continue to build with the foundations that I have uh, or on the foundations that I have, rather. Um, and like I said, there's always something that I'm doing, always because I'm very ambitious, very ambitious. And so, um, you know, always working on things, but I'm excited to be able to show people different sides to J.K. Lincar, but it's all coming under the same umbrella, just building. Yeah, I think that's amazing. As a young woman, you don't have to be one specific thing. So I think it's really cool that you continue to build. Exactly. Amazing. Um, so our final question, and it's a big one, is the theme for this series, for series two. Um, it's called The Gritty Truth. And it's essentially, we're asking all our artists, what's a gritty truth? Say one more time, it's called what? It broke, broke up. It's oh, called what? The, the Gritty Truth. Essentially, it's just a gritty truth that God has taught you in one area of your life. So it might have been in the years of indus- in the industry, it might be through music, it might be in acting, it might be in business, it might be in your personal life, in your relationships or friendships. What's the truth that at the time that you were learning it, you were like, this is too much, this is too much. But by the time you got to the end of it, you saw the testimony in that testing time. Um, I would probably say staying focused. And um, going back to not compromising and not feeling like, because what people have to understand is when you're on your journey, you're going to get many opportunities, but not every opportunity is for you to take, you know? Um, And if it goes against the will of God, and if it goes against what God wants wants you to do, then you know for sure it's not for you to take. And it doesn't matter how good it sounds, because sometimes the enemy will make it sound so good. But when you can stay focused and you can push past that and you say, no, I'm going to do this God's way, your reward is just so much better. Mm, Amen. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, stay focused, stay focused, and don't compromise. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, honestly, for this time out. Really appreciate it. Um, you've shouted out your socials. We'll be sure to make sure that that people are aware of all the things you're doing, that can, where they can get in touch with the for the webinar, and just keep an eye on the various things. Thank you for having me. No worries. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you did, make sure to leave a like rating wherever you're listening to this and to follow us on Instagram at shehhpodcast.